0: Hello and welcome to the Rook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Monday, January 23rd. Do you remember Missions Monday? It's been a while since we did that. Let's get back in the rhythm of praying alongside our mission partners. So today at the end of the podcast, we'll pray alongside Impact Family Counseling. We are continuing on our journey in the life of Abraham and his call by God. And today, the little tagline says, Abram believed God. Genesis chapter 15 in the New International Version. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abram said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him, This man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your heir. He took him outside and said, Look up at the sky and count the stars, if indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. Abram believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. He also said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you the land to take possession of it. But Abram said, Sovereign Lord, how can I know that I will gain possession of it? So the Lord said to him, Bring me a heifer, a goat, and a ram, each three years old, along with a dove and a young pigeon. Abram brought all these to him, cut them in two, and arranged the halves opposite each other. The birds, however, he did not cut in half. Then birds of prey came down on the carcasses, but Abram drove them away. As the sun was setting, Abram fell into a deep sleep, and a thick and dreadful darkness came over him. Then the Lord said to him, Know for certain that for four hundred years your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and that they will be enslaved and mistreated there but I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, and afterward they will come out with great possessions. You, however, will go to your ancestors in peace and be buried at a good old age. In the fourth generation, your descendants will come back here, for the sin of the Amorites has not yet reached its full measure. When the sun had set and darkness had fallen, a smoking fire pot with a blazing torch appeared and passed between the pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram and said, To your descendants, I give this land from the wadi of Egypt to the great river, the Euphrates, the land of the Kenites, Kenizzites, Kadmonites, Hittites, Perizzites, Rephaites, Amorites, Canaanites, Girgashites, and Jebusites. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. Let's recap a little bit. What in the world is going on here? First of all, Abram admits to God that he's disappointed that his estate is going to go to Eliezer of Damascus, and God keeps talking about this land and this people that are going to be his and this covenant promise. And Abram's like, "Mm, my cousin's going to be my heir because I don't have anybody that is from my own flesh. And God says to him, someone will be your heir. How does he say it in verse um, four? This man will not be your heir, but a son coming from your own body will be your heir. And in verse six, I think this is key for us. Abram believed the Lord and he credited to him as righteousness. When Amanda and I were talking through this, we were thinking about an article on Bible.org that mentioned that Abram's righteousness was not just in that moment. It wasn't that he just believed that God would bring an heir from his body, but it's this continual faith that he left his home to follow God and that he is continually seeking the Lord and trying to be faithful to him. And so here in this moment, he has believed that the Lord would give him a son. And ultimately, we got to look back at chapter 12, where from the son will come a great nation. Remember verse 2 of chapter 12, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. Listen to verse 3 from chapter 12. I will bless those that bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. I think it's this idea that we're seeing again a hint Toward Jesus, that through Abraham's offspring, there would be one who would be a blessing to all people. And we know that that is Jesus our Lord. And so when Jesus says, in I think it's John 8, that Abraham saw my day and he rejoiced, he was reaffirming this idea from Genesis 15 that Abraham believed God would give an heir that would be a blessing. To all nations. Okay, at the end of the chapter, there is this covenant ritual. Usually, in one of these covenant rituals, the animals would be cut in half and aligned on either side, and the two parties who are making this covenant would meet in the middle and they would say, Okay, I'm going to fulfill my half and you fulfill yours. And if we don't, then our fate will be the same as these animals. But Instead of both meeting in the middle as the sun was setting, it's the Lord who passes through. It says that there was this blazing torch and smoking firepot, And the Lord is the one who says he will be the fulfillment of this covenant and that the fulfillment will rest all, entirely on him. Ultimately, as well, the consequences of this covenant breakage will be on him as well. God is announcing, we think, through this passage, that he will pay the price when Abraham and his descendants break the covenant. Okay, I almost forgot about Missions Monday, but we've got to pray for our mission partner, Impact. Family Counseling. This is a nonprofit, non-denominational Christian counseling agency that provides professional counseling service to at-risk youth and their families in Birmingham, Alabama. So we want to be praying alongside their ministry as we also contemplate the blessing of the Lord in our lives. Will you pray with me? Father, thank you for the righteousness that we have through Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you for the patriarch. Abraham and your promises to him. We thank you, Lord, that ultimately you fulfill the covenant that you have sent your son to pay the price, to pay the penalty for our sins. We pray for our mission partner today, Impact Family Counseling. We pray for each of the counselors, that they would have a deep and abiding faith in you, which overflows into their counseling with the at-risk youth in our city We pray for the youth of Birmingham. We ask, Lord, your blessing on them, that you would revive them to your love, that you would remind them of your faithfulness, and that you would give them stable homes where they can live and and have peace. Lord, oftentimes in my little bubble, I, I, I don't get what it's like to be at risk. And so I pray in these moments, Lord, that you would prick our hearts, remind us of the need of those around us, and today help us to be a little bit of a blessing to someone we encounter. And we pray all of this in Christ's name. Amen.